0: Love,
1: talk, radio. Welcome to the College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist show presented by NFLDraftBible.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's June 2nd, 2016, and uh, less than an hour ago, the 2017 College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist was released, and today we will be going over the quarterbacks that are on that list of 400 prospects. I am your host, Chris Shanifel, And in case you forgot, the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium kicks off January 7th and goes on through January 11th in Bedford, Texas. You can log on to cgsallstar.com to view the entire list of 400 players. And uh, for more updates on the College Gridiron Showcase and NFL Draft, You can visit NFLDraftBible.com. Go to NUCGold.com to subscribe. Be sure to follow on Twitter at NFLDraftBible, at CGSAllStar for more information on the 2016 College Grid Honor Showcase and Symposium. Also, please contact the uh, co-founders for more information on the game, Craig Redd and or Jose Jefferson. And with that said, it's a pleasure to welcome on to the show the director of operations of the college gridiron showcase and symposium Craig Red onto the show uh Craig it's a very exciting day for the CGS what does the dropping of this list mean for the game and where it's at today
0: uh we're excited and means means football's back we love it I mean, college you know we're we're full swing with college football and with the with you guys from NFL Draft Bible we're we're ready to go It means we're uh We're working hard. We're reviewing prospects and and really looking forward to uh, to what 2017 is going to bring to the table for us.
1: Absolutely. A a list of 400 players was released for the College Gridiron Showcase and and, and Symposium. Again, it was just released not even an hour ago. Visit cgsallstar.com to view that list. And uh, quickly, Craig, uh, anything new with the CGS uh, All-Star game uh, that we should know about since the last time we chatted.
0: Uh we're we're just trying to finalize some stuff. Actually uh Jose our executive director and myself we're heading out to uh to the Dallas Fort Worth area next week to try to finalize some things with the city and and just really kind of secure our plan for you know for 2017 and then it's kind of hitting the road and and really reviewing prospects. It it's it's football season again. This this is the best time time of year and we're getting this list out now, it really gives us a good opportunity that we didn't really have last year because we, we announced we were coming back so late. That it gives us a good opportunity to really scour the country and really go, go over a lot of prospects and, and what's in front of them.
1: Yeah, it's, it's amazing how early all, all this uh, stuff kicks off uh, for the All-Star game. And, again, it's a very exciting day. Craig, thanks for checking in.
0: No, thank you, guys.
1: Again, that was Craig Red, the uh, director of operations of the College Gridiron Showcase, and again, we're breaking down the quarterbacks today uh, that were on the watch list of 400 prospects, and to do that, uh, uh, Rick Saratella, Joe Everett of the NFL Draft Bible, nfldraftbible.com, joins me uh, to do that again right now, and uh You know, let's begin by looking over group one of the quarterbacks that are on the 2017 College Gridiron Showcase watch list as we have uh, Josh Dobbs from Tennessee, Chad Kelly, Ole Miss, Gunnar Keel, Cincinnati, Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma, Wes Lunt, Illinois, C.J. Beathard, Iowa, Seth Russell, Baylor. Mitch Leidner, Minnesota, Zach Terrell, Western Michigan. And to wrap up the list of 10 is Brady Gustafson, an F- FCS kid out of Montana. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll start off with you, Joe. I, I mean, uh, who is your number one rated senior quarterback? And uh, by any chance, is it one of those uh, 10 guys that uh, I just named off? Oh,
2: absolutely, it's the number one guy. Um, I think you asked five different – uh, draft mix or uh, scouts out there they may give you five different answers but uh jobs to me the he has so much going for him he can create outside of the pocket throws well on the run and you don't want to talk about intangibles i mean the kid's an aerospace engineering major he's carrying a 4.0 gpa something tells me digesting a playbook might come easier to him than other prospects uh Tennessee has a lot of return and senior leadership. Uh, he's one of the captains. So I'd, I'd say look out for the hype train this year for Josh Dobbs. Uh, been a big fan, but I, I think he could even garner uh, uh, more draft stock uh, heading into this year and even after this season with a successful falls uh, year. Hmm. Okay. And, Rick, what about you?
1: I mean, uh, is Josh Dobbs, uh, you know, the the – the the clear-cut number one senior quarterback heading into this draft class, or, or do you have another name in mind?
3: Well, you know, I think Joe made a good – there really is no clear-cut. A lot of these senior quarterbacks are very evenly matched. And, uh, you know, Josh Dobbs is right there at the top of the list. He's not my number one, but I will give you that in just a second because I do want to touch base on all the excitement happening. And, you know, we just heard from Craig Redd and Jose Jefferson. And, Chris, you made a good point in that opening segment about how – everything is happening so early with the all-star games. And I think that's a hat tip to Craig and Jose for being willing to put this list out there right now, being trend centers uh, in the all-star games, you know, the, the senior bowl and the East West shrine game, a lot of these other games, they don't put their watch list out until August. And I think this is going to be something that not only uh, fans enjoy, but also the agents and the people in the industry, some of the NFL scouts we've already you know, received a whole bunch of great feedback from them. And, you know, the Blestown, and the National just met over the Memorial Day weekend. And, you know, people will eventually get their hands on that information. But this is a list of just purely seniors, guys that we're looking at. And, you know, to start it started off with the quarterbacks, Joe. You know, he mentioned Josh Dobbs. He's going to be a, a lot of talk throughout the season. And, you know, I think the guy that I'm talking about, Chad Kelly from Ole Miss, you know, both these guys, Need to show more consistency, and I think they will, especially in the case of Kelly, who I really like. I think he has all the intangibles, I love his leadership. Uh, I think, you know, when you talk about him rising to the occasion during big moments, uh, that Alabama game comes to mind, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 340 yards passing, added another rushing touchdown. But the key thing was zero interceptions, and he seems to be a guy who always rises to the occasion, and I think he's going to elevate his game. Obviously, the nephew of Jim Kelly, the bloodlines, Joe, don't hurt. But, again, like – Everett mentioned, you ask five guys, you might get five different seniors, and that's why we're kind of running through this list, breaking it down in groups. But these are definitely the top-tier senior quarterbacks that we're looking at heading into the 2016 college football season.
1: Yeah, no doubt about that. A lot of talent on this list. Uh, Again, uh, you know, some of these guys, I mean, uh, I'm sure we'll get at least, you know, one, maybe two first-rounders out of these uh, top ten quarterbacks right here, maybe even more, who knows. Joe, back to you. Uh, Name a quarterback on this list that that you could really see rising during the season. I mean, I I think around this time of the year, last year, I don't think there were many that thought Carson Wentz was the number one pick, uh, number two overall. Um, who who's the quarterback on this list that you could see really rising uh, you know, throughout this season and into the draft uh, draft season?
2: Well that you're almost reading my mind and I I know you're the FCS man, Chris. I don't want to steal your thunderbite. I think Brady Gustafson. I've just rewatched that North Dakota State Montana game uh, from last year and boy that offense is neat. That Bob Stitt running that no huddle, uh, super fast motion. This is the guy that gets credit for birthing the jet fly sweep or whatever, where you just toss it to the man in motion. So uh, they rarely huddle. I mean, they don't take any breaks at super high pace. So I don't see why he couldn't become this year's Carson Wentz. Um, There's that for you. Also, the one of the the top ten guys you named, Wes Lunt, man, I think a lot of people are starting to look into him a little bit more, the size, the offense, the pro style scheme of which he comes from and what he's able to do spraying that football around the field. Uh, I think West Lunt's a guy that um, people are just starting to kind of sh- take a shine into him and, and look a little bit more deeper and find that he's a legit pro prospect, man. He he could be boys for a big senior season.
1: Yeah, it'll be, you know, and just it'll be interesting to watch that entire Illinois team now with uh, Lovey Smith, of course, uh, at the helm over there, uh, now the new head coach uh, for the Fighting Illini. And uh, Rick, one quarterback that uh, many people may be surprised to see in this first group. I mean, we got an FCS guy, we got a Mac guy, uh, and Zach Terrell. I mean, uh, who's the guy that we may be surprised to see in this group, uh, in your opinion?
3: Yeah, you know, I'm surprised that uh, Joey didn't go with the Mac guy, but uh, since he didn't, I will. You know, some people might be surprised with the Western Michigan quarterback, Zach Terrell, but if you take a closer look, I mean, uh, highly accurate, uh, 67% completion percentage. Uh, He'll be having four years of starting experience. Uh, you talk about, you know, over a thousand pass attempts already heading into a senior season. So that's a lot of experience, a lot of game scenarios and, uh, you know, averaging nine yards per attempt. I mean, that's incredible. So when you take a look at the production, we all know uh, the max features a lot of that, you know, uh, running up and down the field, almost like a full court press uh, basketball team. But when you take a look at that, Conference and and the
0: explosive
3: offenses. I think uh, Zach Terrell is just about as good as any quarterback in that conference, and that's why he's high on the NFL radar. And you talk about the experience, the the consistency, the accuracy. I think Zach Terrell is a guy here who could be a uh, a draft pick coming out of the MAC conference.
1: And, of course, that's Group 1. Now let's uh, take a, a look at Group 2 of the quarterbacks that are uh, on this 2017 College Gridiron Showcase watch list, starting with Nick Mullins of Southern Miss, Cooper Rush, Central Michigan, Sean McGuire, Florida State, Sifo Ruofu, uh Colorado, may, may have butchered his name. Uh, anyways, uh, Jordan West, another SPS kid uh, from Eastern Washington, Tyler O'Connor, Michigan State, Patrick Towles, Boston College, Jeremy Johnson, Auburn, Grayson Lambert, Georgia, and Davis Webb, uh, number 20, from Cal. Um, Joe, player with the most upside is who?
2: I, I I guess I've got to go with the guy at the very end. I know uh, it seems like all these guys are in transfer situations, but Davis Webb could be primed up at, at Cal, Sunny Dykes running that system. Uh, It's obviously everything's in place. I don't think he's the next Jared Goff, but there's nothing wrong with being a stopgap from uh, him to the next guy, and it could get him drafted. I was uh, looking around some other uh, information. You know, uh, there's a four-letter network that has Davis Webb as their top-rated senior, last I checked, uh, senior quarterback. So I don't don't know that he's that high, but – Uh, us having him at 20, I think, is hedging the bet well if he plays a a good season. Sure, he could bump up into the top 10. But this is a guy that, you know, had a tough time keeping his job at Texas Tech. We'll see how he does at Cal. But, boy, if you had to gamble on any of these guys and who's got great odds, Davis Webb, he could have a pretty big year if, if he clicks in that system.
1: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And you touched on it. I mean, uh, th- there are quite a few of cor- uh, quarterbacks in this list that have uh, transferred onto new, uh, new horizons, I suppose. And, and Rick, with that said, I mean, which situation for these cor- uh, transfer quarterbacks are you most excited about? I mean, you got Patrick Towles of Boston College, uh, formerly of Kentucky. Uh, Davis Webb, as uh, Joe just uh, touched on, uh, at Cal, formerly of Texas Tech. Um, I, I mean, who? who I mean, who, who are you most excited about uh, with their new situation?
3: Yeah, and, you you know, you could also throw Grayson Lambert into the mix. I know he transferred last year from Virginia to Georgia, but we saw, you know, some very good characteristics out of him. I I think, you know, the big thing here is at times some of these big SEC wins, they turned him into a game manager, took the ball out of his hands, but he did show a real big improvement uh, in terms of accuracy and decision-making and you know, 12 touchdown to two interception uh, ratio. He's almost like a poor man's Mike Lennon. And, you know, I mean, for whatever that's worth, he has the size. He has the tools. You just you just always want to see a little bit more. You know, you just want to see a little bit more. And maybe that's the year, you know, uh, new coaching staff, maybe he can keep elevating his game. And Joe touched about uh, on uh, Davis Webb who, as he mentioned, stepping into that Jared Goff situation and seeing if he can continue to elevate that Cal Bear program. And, listen, he was a gunslinger at Texas Tech. I mean, this kid has got a, a, as good an arm as anybody. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in that Sonny Dykes offense. But the guy that, you know, I, I have a little bit of a man crush, I guess, on is Patrick Tolls, started off at Kentucky, just transferred to Boston College, uh, definitely passes the eyeball test, but has struggled. I mean, here here's a guy similar to Nate Sudfeld uh, at Indiana, where you know it kind of seemed like his play digressed as his college uh, career went on. You know, Patrick Tolles really reversed his touchdown interception ratio last year you know his his sophomore year he threw 14 touchdowns and nine interceptions in the sec and then last year he reversed that nine touchdowns and and 14 interceptions so i kind of want to see him uh really you know see if the change of scenery can 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 make a big difference for him because you talk about the size He's, he's about six foot five, two hundred
0: forty pounds, and
3: NFL scouts are going to see this, you know, uh, 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 lump of clay that they can mold. So I really am excited to see what Patrick Tolles is going to do uh, over at Boston College. So of the three, um, I know Joe likes Davis Webb, and and, and you know Grayson Lambert is, uh, you know, probably still a work in progress, but Patrick Tolles to me I think has. Uh, as much upside as any quarterback in this group that you mentioned, Chris.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm looking at the list right now, and uh, Jeremy Johnson, Auburn, I mean, what what a fall he's taken just from a year ago. Uh, you know, many people had high hopes for him. Uh, a name I'll certainly be keeping an eye on, of course, is a Jordan West, Eastern Washington. Uh, He was the replacement, of course, for Vernon Adams last year. Had a huge year, 30 touchdowns to eight interceptions. Really has a strong arm uh, and makes a lot of smart decisions. And, and of course, having a a wide receiver. I know this isn't the wide receiver preview show, uh, but but having a wide receiver in Cooper Cup, uh, the number one wide receiver in all of the FCS certainly helped as well. So, uh, certainly looking forward to watching both of them as they head into their senior season. Um, And now moving on to Group 3 of the quarterback. But before we do that, you guys are tuned into the College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist show presented by NFLDraftBible.com. Previewing the quarterbacks here, I am your host, Chris Schanifelt. We also got Rick Saratella and Joe Everett here. Uh, Now moving on to Group 3, got a lot of names here, including Thomas Cirque of Duke, Dakota Prukop, Oregon, uh, Montana State, uh, Transfer, Trevor Knight, Texas A&M, Joe Hubner, Kansas State, Katie Humphreys, Murray State, and uh, we even got a guy from uh, West Georgia here, formerly of Louisville, Will Gardner, uh, on, this, uh, on this group three list. Um, Joe, you, you know I love the sleepers. Give us a sleeper who doesn't have much buzz at the moment but really could be primed for a, a big season, and, uh, of course, which will uh, really help him out in the draft season uh, moving forward.
2: Well, I'm going with the Dark Knight. Trevor Knight, he he could be in the fabled catbird seat in this Aggies offense. Just watch that spring game uh, for Texas A&M, and you know he's throwing to the likes of Speedy Noel and Christian Kirk. I mean that that certainly can't hurt. But uh, from the looks of it, he's the best quarterback on the roster. Kind of not saying by default, but it's kind of fun, you know, the guy that gets ousted by Baker Mayfield could potentially pull a Baker Mayfield uh, just now at, at, at for Texas A&M. So I, I think he's, uh, of these uh, this whole list and the, the back half of this quarterback group, he could really take a big leap because he's in a phenomenal offense. It's just can Shavis uh, rehab that defense, get him in good situations. Uh, the guy definitely takes it seriously. He's been working out with wide receivers, so it could be a huge senior season for uh, uh, Trevor Knight. And then I also want to throw out my boy. Um, I'm just stealing transfer out of here. Uh, Darren Hazel at Purdue just got rid of my guy, Austin Appleby. Now he's at Florida. And, you know, if you talk about quarterback gurus, Austin Appleby going to Florida – Working with Jim McElwain, Uh, Stranger Things could happen, but it's so funny looking at this whole list. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this senior class that have decided, "Hey, I'm picking up stakes, moving elsewhere to a better situation," and I commend them for that. You know, it's it's just a small window that you have to have success at the college level. So, uh, credit to Appleby, Tolis, uh, Knight, all the guys we've talked about. You know, I really hope it works out for them. But these two in particular, Knight and uh, and Appleby, I think they've got a legitimate shot this season okay and what about you
1: rick i mean uh, n- name a quarterback uh you know who, who can who could really benefit from the change of scenery i mean uh I, like joe mentioned i mean uh, a lot of these guys we're seeing move on to better situations that uh you know that they're not only heading into a, a better team overall but but just a better situation overall as well
3: Yeah, there's quite a few guys on this list. And, you know, for those of you listening at home and and want to take a look at the entire list, you can log on uh, to the cgsallstar.com website. They have it posted there. Um, If you check the Twitter handle, at NFL Draft Bible, I just posted the list up there so you can find it there. But there's actually, of this list, I think there's 418 initial players of that list, 35 of them are quarterbacks. So, you know, we could be here all day, rattling off the names. I think Chris read you the first 25 or 30 or or so guys, or there's, you know, about 10 dozen guys, maybe still on the list that you could dig into, but there are quite a few transfers. And, you know, I I think Austin Appleby is definitely a guy uh, I watch in the Florida spring game, you know, he's kind of in that QB battle situation, Luke Del Rio. I know, uh, is also in the mix there, so we'll see how that situation plays out. And um, you know, Trevor Knight is another guy I really liked at Oklahoma, very uh, roller coaster type of career. Also changing scenery now, moving on to Texas A&M. But how about Will Gardner uh, from Louisville? Very highly recruited coming out of high school, six foot, four and a half, two hundred thirty 230 pounds, strong arm, ran into some injury problems and Lamar Jackson kind of emerged there at Louisville. And, and now Gardner has moved on to West Georgia, who, you know, has taken on some transfer guys in the past. And I think Will Gardner could really thrive in that type of situation. And I think the change of scenery will give him a chance to, you know, kind of showcase his talents because he probably would have been a backup at Louisville, but still nonetheless, uh, a very good talent. And, you know, this other guy I want to talk about really isn't a change of scenery guy, but you know, here at the NFL draft Bible, uh, we always have love for the small school guys and Murray state. There's, there's a lot of buzz coming out of this uh, kid and I'm going to have to, you know, do some more homework on him uh, this season, but KD Humphreys, you mentioned Chris, I mean, there, there's a significant amount of buzz around him Uh, for the second year in a row. Now he's been invited Peyton, uh, not the Peyton, the Manning passing Academy. They might as well call it the Peyton Manning, no disrespect, Archie (laughs) uh, and Eli, but you know, this kid's second year in a row has been invited to the Manning Academy averaged, you know, about 350 yards, passing last season this will be his third year starting and uh very accurate guy but you know somebody who is a you know pocket passing quarterback which teams are you know seeing that out of the collegiate ranks there's fewer and fewer of those guys coming up so uh kd humphries is is the guy i'm really going to keep an eye on
1: Yeah, K.D. Humphreys of Murray State, certainly a a name to keep an eye on. Um, Looking towards the back end of that list, uh, Eli Jenkins, Jacksonville State, a a pretty athletic quarterback right there with with a pretty strong arm as well. Helped lead his team to the FCS National Championship game before getting bounced by uh, Carson Wentz in North Dakota State. And then the last name on this list, Drew Hare. Number 35 uh, on the list uh, of Northern Illinois. I mean, he he was probably one of the top quarterbacks in all of the Mac, in my opinion, last year. Uh, had Was having a really nice uh, junior se- senior season. This will be his redshirt uh, senior season. Uh, before he went down with, an uh, I believe it was an Achilles injury. Um, so I'll, I'll really be looking to see how Drew Hare comes back from that injury. And uh, I think that he could have a pretty big year for the uh, Northern uh, Illinois uh, Huskies. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, again, a very interesting uh, list. Uh, kicking it off with the quarterbacks, again, uh, Chris, as Rick Chris, just Chris. mentioned.
3: Yeah. What about your guy, Dakota Prukop? I know you really have your finger on the pulse with him, played at Montana State. Seems like Oregon now is just going to try to find one of these s b s transfers every year. But, I mean, how is he going to transition to that Oregon offense? Because, I mean, we talked about some of these guys' change of sceneries. Here's a kid now coming, showed uh, – the ability to dominate at the FCS level, going to take the next step at Oregon, step into a high-powered type of offensive scheme. I mean, how is his skill set going to translate over to to that Oregon offense?
1: Uh, I think I think he'll be a perfect fit. You know, I, I actually think he, he could probably uh, see more success than uh, Vernon Adams did in the offense last year. I know it was a little wow. shaky start for Vernon Adams uh, in, in that Oregon offense uh, early on, but uh, late later on into the season before that uh, injury, um, you know, Vernon Adams had, had, had it rolling. But I, I think Dakota Prukop, um, and I know it may be bold to say because Vernon Adams, you know, uh, at, at that point of his career was probably the better uh, collegiate quarterback in the FCS, at least, you know, had a better resume. Um, but but this, is, this is the guy that uh, he, he'll, uh, he'll, he'll be a big get for Oregon. And uh, I think it's interesting that Oregon's kind of going back to this, uh, you know, grab a quarterback from the FCS um ranks and you know bring him on in, into Oregon I, I think he could have a huge year for Oregon. Um what was a big time playmaker at Montana State and I think uh, he'll he'll continue to do big time things in that Oregon offense and uh, you know I, I think that you can make an argument that uh Oregon j- just upgraded their, uh, their their quarterback depth chart by adding a uh, Dakota prukop to that offense.
3: Yeah, looking forward to that.
1: <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, uh well Actually, before I wrap things up, I mean, any final words for you guys, Rick or uh, or Joe?
2: Yeah, Cecil Leo Fau. I probably butchered his name as well. It's just kind of a curious situation with that Davis Webb. I guess he was supposed to go to Colorado, and these transfer rules and grad transfers exceptions, and apparently just flip flopped on that ends up over at cow and now uh Sifu, i get they were attending on taking a red shirt, so we may have not even see him uh this season, so it's kind of a rare exception I'm expecting a big year from him as well at, at Colorado it's uh, kind of unexpected by a lot of people like he may not even expect he's still rehabbing i believe from a list frank. So uh folks you know uh, bops fans that's something to think about at the QB position you don't you don't have cFO and his list Frank is still lingering uh, could be a rough season for Colorado, but that's a guy I'd just say uh monitor him, look into that injury definitely because if it, it, it's healthy uh, that's a kid, definitely pro body prospect gets out another kid throws on the on the run very well and i think I think that's what the league's looking at with all these mobile quarterbacks now it's get out of the pocket, make something happen.
3: Yeah, we definitely went to the butcher shop on that one, Joe. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think the interesting thing about this list, there's so many guys on it that, uh, you know, we couldn't fit them all in here, but we covered quite a few guys. And, you know, the, I will tell you this if you're listening live right here on, uh, what are we on, June 2nd, uh, 2016, we'll be. Doing uh, some video shows and, and filming some, you know, college Gritter and showcase videos tonight over at Miami Mike's in East Hanover, New Jersey. So if you live in the New Jersey area, you want to come, come on over, say hello, watch the broadcast. We'll be uh, talking about some of the quarterbacks we didn't touch upon on the podcast. We will discuss them tonight at uh, Miami Mike's Sports Zone. And if you don't live in New Jersey, we will post that on the NFLDraftBible.com website as well as the college gridiron showcase website and uh looking forward to our next show this is the first uh, of many episodes we're going to have about uh an eight show uh kickoff here counting you down to the Cods football season so you know st- stick with us check back periodically we'll be unveiling uh the watch list by position uh on the episodes but you can view The entire list is published out floating around on the Cod's Gridiron Showcase website. I just blasted it out on Twitter so you can take a look at the full list, 418 players, I believe. And, uh, you know, shout out to Joe Everett and Chris Shanifelt here for all their hard work because uh, these are two of the, the biggest key factors in helping put together this list. And we've been at it heavy for the last month or so, just, you know, while everybody's been... Uh, taking a vacation from from the 2016 draft, we kind of just hit the ground running hard, and I appreciate all their hard work and efforts. And of course, the support staff at the College Gridiron Showcase. When we combine forces, there's no telling what we can do with this All Star Showcase, and uh, a lot of a lot of big time talent we're hoping to have. And I know there was like over 80 guys in NFL camps uh, from the game this past season. Of course, there's also a, a veteran. Uh, workout attached to the event. So, you know, any of you guys out there listening that may be uh,
0: uh,
3: unemployed in the football world, kind of looking for a new home, if things don't shake out between now and January and, you, and you're still trying to get in front of NFL scouts and trying to, you know, prove your talents in front of NFL eyes, that's what the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium is there for. So veteran guys, too, will have an opportunity to – uh showcase their towns 28 NFL scouts uh, or 28 teams represented last year. We expect to have a full 32 this year and uh, I thank you guys.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh you know, we're we're less than 100 days away from the college football season and uh that will wrap up our College Gridiron Showcase Watchlist Quarterback show. Click, subscribe and stay tuned for our Running Back show. Coming up next week, don't forget, log on to cgsallstar.com for the entire CGS watch list. Over 400 names on that list, so be sure to check it out. And we are still accepting player nominees all season long. Uh, very easy to do, of course. NUCgold.com is your home for uh, NFL draft and high school recruiting insider news. We are uh, established in 2002, nfldraftbible.com, bringing you the names that you need to know first since 2002, Follow us all, all on Twitter, at NFL Draft Bible, at CGS All-Star. You can follow me, at Chris Shanafelt, at Joe W. Everett, and at Rick Saratella. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.